welcome to Sounds Of, a podcast created by Drum and Brass with the support of the National Lottery and Leicestershire County Council, in which we explore the impact of music on our lives. My name is Kim Burley-Jones, and I'm one of the directors of Drum and Brass. In today's episode, I'm talking to Cheryl Armour Trading. Cheryl set up the AAA Foundation after the tragic death of her son, Antoine Akpom. Antoine was a community youth worker who used sport to inspire young people to reach for their goals and steer them away from crime. Cheryl continues his legacy as the Managing Director of the Antoine Akpom Achievements Foundation, which offers workshops and activities for young people. Cheryl also sits on the board of the Violence Reduction Unit and says, I'm doing this not only for my son's legacy, but for the young people he inspired. In this episode, Cheryl tells us about her acting and directing career and she explains the many ways in which the AAA Foundation supports young people to tackle emotional and community issues and aspire to their goals, including the use of community conversations, drama, music, film and art. So, my guest today is Cheryl Armour Trading. Welcome, Cheryl. Hi, Kim. How are you? I'm okay, thank you. A bit tired after a long day, but I'm okay. It's really great to be great. speaking to you. And now, likewise. You, Cheryl, when you were doing a very, you're doing a really brave thing. You were doing a live on Facebook and it came up on my feed and I stopped and I listened to what you had to say. And I was really impressed by what you said. And uh, you were talking about a project that you had coming up. And then I spoke to a fellow director at Drum and Brass, Julie Hoggarth, and she said, yes, she'd come across you. And we both looked at your website and thought, wow, this, this project, this organization that you're involved in, you're the managing director of, um, has aims that are so aligned with our organization, Drum and Brass. So we wanted to, to make contact with you. And I know Julie did. So it's, yes. it's great that you're here. And Thank you. I want to start by inviting you to introduce yourself to our listeners. Oh, right. Hi, everyone. My name is Cheryl Armatradian, and I run a charity called Antoine Atpom Achievements Foundation. Initially, before it was a charity, it was called AA Strike for Success. And it was set up by my son, who had a business um, helping young people aspire to their goals um, working with schools, so he ran a breakfast club in the morning, after school club, and during the daytime he was a PE teacher and a football coach. Unfortunately, he was murdered um, September two thousand and thirteen. So mm-hmm. I took over the business and ran it for a little while, and then I changed it recently, two thousand and seventeen, into a charity. Mm-hmm. And so what our, what we try to continue is. His, his slogan, which was challenging behaviours and changing mindsets. And that's what we do through various workshops and events. We do um, an annual award event twice a year, one in Leicester, one in London. And it's looking at um, appreciation for what people have contributed to their communities. We also invite um, um, stars, movie stars, to present the award and also... Those that we realised that everyone wasn't born with a silver spoon. So those that started out from humble beginnings and have made it, in, you know, as celebrities and they come back and support their communities. One of our most um, 
um, ambitious young man, British Hollywood actor, is um, Winston George Ellis. He was in Pirates of the Caribbean. He's done um, quite a few acting and, and he's really supportive of helping young people and children um, um, aspire to, to their goals. He talks about how he struggled as a young boy coming up um, and, you know, didn't at the time didn't know it was dyslexia that was holding him back. Mm -hmm. So it sort of, it sort of, um, it didn't work for him during school, school period because he didn't have that support. Yeah. And then he talks about how he actually um, gets involved in acting and also he was a single parent. Mm -hmm. And now, you know, I think he's done, a, I think he's done, he's done a clip in the latest um, um, James Bond movie as well. Ooh. So, yeah, and he's a really nice character. So we invite him to come into schools. We're inviting him to come and talk online um, just to give people something to aim for. Yeah, to show them, being a high you know, achiever. And, and yeah. it, it's not easy when you don't start with the advantages of having family who are in the business or, uh, you know, or going to specialist schools and, and paid for colleges. But it, it's achievable with determination, with with charm, with blinking hard work. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's not that easy. Um, I, I know a little bit about acting and singing because I used to be involved in it and the commitment that you have to put in it, um, you know, working long hours. You don't Tell us about your acting and, and singing career then or your experience of acting and singing. Um, so I, my, my forte is uh, musical theatre. Uh-huh. Yeah, so um, I I was involved in some local musical theatres when I in um, college um, in Croydon, and then I went on from there and went and auditioned for a few parts, and also I then went back to study to be a director. So I've had my own productions wow. before Hackney Empire, Lewisham Theatres, etc. So yeah. Um, cool. And I, I noticed on your website that one of the things that you do is um, drama workshops and script writing and yeah. interesting things like that. So you mentioned before um, arts and sport or sports and dance rather that Antoine or Antoine? Antoine, Antoine. Antoine was involved yeah. in and clearly he was a very, very community minded young man. Um, and I guess he's got that from you. I guess he learned that from his family and your family values. Um, but this, I see that you're bringing your arts, your drama experience. Yeah, uh, because I, I believe that the thing is, drama is a good form of art that you can tackle issues, mm. that you can address, especially musical theatre, because music we tend to retain in our minds. And you can you can um, give messages through music, through the arts. So what I do is address issues through the arts, yeah. um, rather than directly contact uh, around talking about it. So, for example, um, something like mental health, mm -hmm. or something that's like even in you know tragic of, of lo losing a child or loved one, we mm -hmm. do that through. We would do a, a musical um, production. And um, I'll give you as of a small script that we did around suicide. Right. So we, it was um, it, what it was put together for was to show that people, it's a subject that 
taboo and people that find it difficult to talk about yeah. and also it's also not just about the, the the victim it happened to but the people that are left behind yes so we used some of mozart's music and what we did we had an image because i use cross media so i use live performance as well as film so we had an image floating in the air of the person looking down on himself in the coffin and wondering how he got there yeah. and then we had three um friends one at the door one in the middle and one near the coffin and the one at the door was questioning himself because he felt guilty why did he see the signs etc yeah. and the one at the one halfway through was sure well i saw the signs but i didn't i didn't you know, act and then the one that was closest was the one that he spoke to that he confided in but then he wasn't um, experienced enough to identify that this was a serious problem yeah. and it was only a short project but it was very very powerful because it was done through music not much dialogue yeah. and and the majority of plays that I put on it, they don't have a conclusion mm -hmm. so we, we wrote play a play about um, aspiring to your goals so it was a wake up to dream right so we had about issues of bullying. We had an issue around um, the, an Asian family not speaking to their daughter because she didn't choose the person that she wanted to marry. She ran out on the wedding. Right. So, and, and then we had about bullying, someone in a middle-class family that was that seemed to be outside to get whatever she wants her husband, showered her with holidays and gifts and flowers. Mm -hmm. But she always came into work with a black eye um and 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 in, in, he intimidated behind the doors and people were envious of her but they didn't know what was going on behind closed doors we talked about um a young musician jack of all trades and master of none um was trying to run through his dreams and not really mastering any of his skills right. and that was the first part and then the second part what we used was children right so we had a child with a stopwatch a big stopwatch uh -huh. to show stop and take stock of what you're doing and we had a mirror reflecting, look at yourself. And then we had a child just there looking at, and from a child's point of view, an adult. So each person in the audience can look through the different pathways and they can reflect and relate what's going on in the story with them and choose which door they want at the second half. And all very visual and very... Um... Yeah appealing to the different senses and, and allowing the imagination and, and grabbing the attention. Wow, yeah, I can see how your experience and training in musical theatre and then directing has been of immense value. So tell me about why it is you, you want to be so involved in your community and what is it that draws you into community action? Uh, it's a passion I've always always been involved in working in the community from um, a young age I was involved in um, as a single parent after I got divorced it was difficult with my my children I've got five children so it was very difficult especially in those days as a woman to build in, in a career and to be taken seriously and um, it was difficult to get childcare, etc so I'm a very determined person, so what I would do if I couldn't get childcare, I actually open up a creche. Really? And if I couldn't afford a holiday, I'd knock the neighbours' doors and say, right, okay, who wants a holiday? And then we'll write to the council, because it was a lot easier then. And we'll say, okay, we're setting up 
and these are the reasons why we need a holiday and this this is the reason and and the evidence of how it would help our children coming back to school so i would always create something out of a need of my own because i'd think well if you know if i'm going through that there's other people that's experiencing it the same so why not do something about it um if we I had problems or, 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 well Sometimes the authorities don't like it. I remember being uh, involved in a housing association and I became part of a tenants association. And um, we had problems with our windows and we had problems with, with like cockroaches and they, they wouldn't take us seriously. So like I decided not everyone's door do a petition and, um, and, and, and I took the petition to the, um, to the office. And um, I made up such so much noise. By the end of my petition and argument, they'd not only sorted the windows that they had to fix all the heatings in all the flats. So they don't mm -hmm. like me walking in the door. <laughs> and then to make it worse, I joined the Tenants Association. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are a woman of action. I love it. Absolutely. Yeah. So so um, you know the the opportunity, even though it was. Um, um, under those circumstances came where I felt that I can do more in my community. I, I've always worked within the community as well because my professional jobs were around um, not just the arts, but welfare to work, training and encouraging people to go back into employment. And those that didn't want employment, help them to identify the skills so they can become self-employed yep. and set up their own business. So I've always been involved. And then I took those skills and brought it together and then created um, what's now the foundation. A lot of hard work. It's seven years of hard work coming up to mm -hmm. eight years. Um, and with, with most of it without resources, hope, hoping you know that people will come along and help you. We've got lots of volunteers. And we're fortunate during last year to start really receiving um, um, some, some funding to help us continue. So what we deliver is intervention programs, mm -hmm. crime intervention programs, also skills development, um, award events. Uh, we deliver, we also do reports based from the information of um, community conversations. So we generally have a community conversation once a month. And then what we do there is we look at what the issues are we go away and then start doing some research, creating stats and make reports and send it into the local authority city mayor's office. Right. So yeah. they take it. Yeah. So everything we do is as a result of what's the need in the community. Absolutely. Um, so any workshops we set up is around as a result of what's required in the community. We, we, we recently done one on youth violence. We then from that, we created a booklet for parents awareness on county lines and we created a booklet for parents who've lost their children through um, through murder. And within that is the, the procedures, support contacts. So, you know, just to just help and support, because at the time when you're experiencing things or you, you just don't know what the what the processes are. And that can be quite a hindrance. And it's, you know, who do you go to? So we create this booklet so they could in their own time. They don't have to wait till something happens. But awareness and especially with um, the county lines, what's going on, the children and, and, and the parents not knowing what the signs are when a child is crying out for help. So yeah. we've, we've put those together, but we also create our own workbooks as well. 
And where um, is it based? Where does all this happen? Which community? So, it, so it's based in Leicester. Yeah. During lockdown, we work from home. Mm. So a lot of it is um, it's my friend, my laptop. Yeah. So are you <laughs> citywide? Is your focus citywide or is it a particular part of Leicester? No, so our, our focus is, is, is national-wide, nationwide. Oh. So basically, even though we're based in Leicester, we do a, work, a lot of work in Leicester, we've done work in London, in um, Gloucestershire, and so and now we've linked with someone now in Stoke-on-Trent. So it, and we've got volunteers from Derbyshire, from Essex, from Cumbria, from various areas, and mm-hmm. it's about, you know, it, it takes a whole village to solve an issue or to, and to raise children. So mm. it's not just because we're based in Leicester. Mm. If someone calls us, they've got a need, we will go to that need. And it's not just about us going and delivering. It's about encouraging people to get on board so we can show them what we're doing and they can take that and work with it to help others. We don't charge for our workbooks. We just send them out as people want them or we can email the template and it can help them because it's not for us it's something it's a passion about how do we make a better future for our children yeah what what is our legacy that we're going to leave behind for me personally I've always said I never want to say if only and I don't want to I don't want to um to strive I want to live yes yeah, so we give up, you have to give yourself a purpose and the goal to go to go forward. Otherwise, you know, as human beings, we need something to hold on to, some sort of hope. Otherwise, yeah. we give up. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you. And that sounds to me like a really good place to stop. There's a lot to take in there. And I'm going to listen to this again a couple of times myself to, to absorb <laughs> What it is just, before, just before we go, we're actually having an art exhibition. So yeah. I'll just tell you a little bit about the art exhibition. So the art exhibition is about young people bringing their art that they use to help them cope throughout the p- pandemic. So it doesn't necessarily have to be about well-being, but it's something that they used to help them cope through mm-hmm. through the pandemic. And they're going to bring them to display. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We're going to put their little artwork on easels. And they're going to do it on the 24th of July from 12 midday to 4pm in Leicester, the Progressive Spiritual Centre um, in town behind Sainsbury's. But also 5 to 7.30, they're going to be doing poetry, rapping, singing, dance, all around well-being and, 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 and showing us their ta- expressive talents. Oh, fantastic. And is this going to be recorded? It's going to be recorded and it's free. Ah, oh, brilliant. So that people who are able to make it, who are who are local, can enjoy it on the day, but then we'll yeah. be able to enjoy it um, yeah. after again virtually. Yeah. So that, that was supported um, through um, the local authority in the Leicester City. And also, we've also received some funding from the NHS um, voluntary, voluntary, I'm trying to remember what they're called, um, you know, the voluntary response. Right. Yeah. To do oh, well. yeah, powerhouse of a woman. And the program is from um, July to November. We're doing therapeutic arts. We're doing therapeutic sports. We're doing discussions and well-being. We're we're doing um, creative art, carnival costume making. 
uh, we're doing therapy, art, in drawing and storytelling, and also um, discussions on, on online. So you don't have to be living in Leicester. You can join us in our community conversations around well-being. One of the things that we will be doing is looking at those services that we weren't able to get you know, access to and looking mm -hmm. at the local services that we've got, we do realise that, you know, there was a lot of shortage in, in people getting access to not just their surgery, their hospitals, yeah. mental welfare. Um, there's lots of services. So we, we want to do a research around what was the lack of services that you were unable to access and what was the impact and then how we can do a report on how we can make it better. So they can they can see, those of the authority can see the real impact behind the pandemic and then also how it's leaving people. Because our project is called um, Transitioning to the New Zorm. So it's the transitioning into the new Zorm and, 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 and how we can have coping mechanisms to help us as we progress. So... Anybody who wants to find out about where the workshops are taking place and in this new project, the transition project, how can they find you? Oh, they can email us, email.aaafoundation at gmail.com. Um, and they can also um, look on our website and email us for the website. So the website is www.aaa and number four success.co.uk and they can look on our galleries and they can see artwork from young people they can also look in our events and see all the previous award um showcases that we've done and the award showcases they're like dressed up in gowns giving people opportunities to dress up and enjoy themselves and and have a presentation and a three-course meal Fantastic. A real, a real celebration, a real sense of... Yeah, pain. I think we all deserve it. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, thank you so much for, for giving us your time today. It's been such a pleasure to meet you and such so interesting to hear about what you're doing and all power to you. You sound thank unstoppable, you. which I absolutely admire. And, um, thank you so much. Thank you, Kim. Absolutely great to speak to you. Thank you, Cheryl. Thank you. You're welcome. You've been listening to Sounds Of, a podcast created by Drum and Brass, a community interest company focusing on music for community well-being with safety, inclusivity and diversity at its core. Thank you for listening. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and you'll hear about the next episode as soon as it drops. And do take a look around the Drum and Brass website, drumandbrass.co.uk, to find out about our many other projects. Our special thanks go to our guest Cheryl Armour Trading, to our funding partners, the National Lottery and Leicestershire County Council, to our producer Davina Wilson and our technical support John Sinclair, and to you for listening today. Drum and Brass, putting music in the community and the community in music. Mm -hmm.